standing next to you say I'm living beyond common sense uh oh uh oh uh oh uh oh now now they, they didn't hear you so look again to the person on your side and say I'm living beyond common sense that's my sermon title today that's my sermon title today if you say it the third time the third time will be a charm say I'm living beyond common sense say the fourth time my God say I'm living way beyond common sense come on take your seat oh my God amen amen Amen. How many of you are excited to be in church today? If, if you're in church for the first time, you're welcome. You know, feel at home. If, if nobody talks to you, come and talk to me. Okay. Because these people, they are some way. These people. Look at the person sitting next to you, tell you you are some way. Are you some way? So if you're in church and nobody talks to you, come talk to me, okay? Come, come talk to me. I, 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 I'll talk to you, okay? You know, sometimes people say, when well, I came to church, nobody talked to me. You know, so you should talk to someone, you know? So come, you come talk to me. Sometimes the person you are talking to, you are not too sure about, you know? So, yeah. You can be sure. You can be sure. Come talk to me. I'll indulge you. But I'm talking today on living beyond common sense. Watch this now. Subtitle, Operating by Divine Wisdom. Say, I'm living beyond common sense and I'm operating by divine wisdom. Okay, say that again. Say, I'm living beyond common sense and I'm operating by divine wisdom. 
Now, recently, we have had a lot of talk about, you know, common sense is a, is a movement. And, and what is it? Common Sense Family, CCF, not Campus Christian Fellowship, CCF, Common Sense, CSF, sorry, forgive me, Common Sense Family. Now, now it's amazing that the term Common Sense actually was popularized in the 19 in 17 in the 17th century 17 around 1776 by a man by the name of Thomas Paine he was an english philosopher and he came out with common sense now the the whole idea of common sense is aristotle talked about common sense socrates talked about common sense these are all great philosophers. But Paine, when he wrote his 47-page document on common sense, was talking about equality. And over the years, common sense has come to be something that diffuses anything that is mystical and believes life should be lived and seen from only a purely scientific point of view and nothing else. That life should be seen on a purely scientific point of view and nothing else. Now, if you stay with me, I'll land you safely. So, there's a philosopher by the name of Thomas C. Pearson, and... Now, it's so funny how with the whole common sense family, it's so funny I hear people go common sense and they're not philosophers. Well, that's another story for another day. But Thomas Paine says, with tsunamis, this is his quotation, he's a philosopher, it may seem only common sense to urge scientists to run away from a tsunami. The water when the sea is drawn rapidly down and away from the beach as a tsunami approaches. But many respond counterintuitive and run towards the water. Now, now watch this now. Because the problem with common sense is that common sense does not explain certain things. There are things such as a mother's love to her child. It's not common sense. Why would a mother put down her life for a child? That's not common sense. The faith of men to do the impossible. It's not common sense. Let me give you a, a typical example. In the years that Hitler lived, he killed six million Jews. There was a man of faith and a theologian called Dietrich Bonhoeffer. 
Now, Dietrich Bonhoeffer and the community that they lived, they were Christians, but they were Germans. And so they decided to hide Jews in their community. And they didn't use deceit to hide them. They wrote the government and told them that we have Jews here. We are protecting them. We don't care what you do to us. We will make sure that these people stay alive and we'll protect them because God does not like that. Common sense cannot do that. It is not common sense knowing that a government will kill you for men to have faith in the impossible. Anybody here? The hope to keep moving on when everything points to failure cannot be given any form of common sense. Because when I wake up in the morning and everything is a failure, common sense should tell me that maybe life is not going to do anything or there's nothing good that is going to come out of life for me. So maybe I should just slice my throat. But there is a, there are virtues that common sense cannot explain. Common sense can explain intelligence, but common sense cannot explain wisdom. Common sense can ex, cannot explain love. Common sense cannot explain hope. Why would someone have hope? Common sense cannot not explain faith. So when we look at the world only through a common sense view, living becomes difficult. If you're going to have victory in your life, you cannot only live just by common sense. It's not in the equation of marriage. Because if, 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 if common sense should tell you, don't marry. Uh-oh, you're so quiet. Common sense should tell you, don't marry. You know why? Because human beings are unpredictable. To live on the level of common sense is to live on the level of an animal. I'll tell you what. Do you know animals have common sense? One day I was driving to my house. I saw one sheep. I think the sheep was itching. So she, the sheep jumped into, into um, a gutter and started using the back to scratch the gutter. Sheeps and animals know how to protect their own. But one of the movements that has happened of late is that when the devil starts wanting us to live at a level that God did not create us, uh, create us for. God created us to live on a higher level. Can I preach? Watch this now. It was Mactair who said, I'm, I'm being very philosophical today, forgive. Some, some people that heads their head. It was Mactair who pointed out that you cannot ask an object to do something that it was not created for. 
So, for example, what we do is that um, you have a watch, right? And how many of you look at a watch and you take your watch and you go and you take a nail and you try to use the watch to hit the nail in the wood and then you say, this watch is no good. It can't hit a common nail inside the wood. That is foolish because the watch was not created to hit nails in wood. It was created to tell time. And you cannot ask something to, to do what it was not created to do. Science was not created to show us how to live life. Okay. Science was created to help us check facts. And so you cannot, and the biggest problem with, 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 with a new generation is that most people try to use science to tell them how to live their life. Science can't tell you how to love your wife. If you go love your wife based on science, you are in trouble. If you find a man that loves you based on science, leave him. Because scientific science would tell you how you give your money to your wife. If you if your mom was using science to take care of you. She would have never taken care of you because she would always, by the time she's breastfeeding, you should, but science shows that my breast going to sag if I keep on giving this child some more baby milk. So get out. You cannot tell something to do what it was not created to do and that's why many times when it comes to living we cannot find our answers in science it's good for facts it's good to check facts it's good to check things that 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 rotate on this earth but it's not there to show you how to live. <laughs> because every time, the moment we talk about living, you see, we have to immediately talk about purpose because you cannot live without purpose. Anybody here? Now, now uh, well, 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 when you wake up in the morning, there has to be a purpose. For example, you wake up in the morning, you go to get something to eat. Why? Because I want to survive. Why? Then you say, because I want to um, be there for my kids. Why? So every time you answer one question, there is always another why. Because all of life's living is about purpose. And the moment you talk about purpose, you've got to talk about creation. Because the purpose of a thing is always with the creator of a thing. Okay. The purpose of this chair cannot be found with the chair. Because the chair didn't create itself. 
So the chair can't say, you know what, uh, I'm not meant to be sat on. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rather meant to, uh, I'm meant to tell time. No, because it wasn't created for that. So the moment you talk about living, you got to talk about purpose. The moment you talk about purpose, you've got to talk, you've got to talk about a creator. And the problem is that if you cannot talk about a creator, it's hard for you now to discover what's the purpose of life. What's the meaning of life? Ooh, 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 anybody here? So I'm living beyond common sense because common sense cannot help me live life. Anybody here? Anybody? Okay. If you want to win, therefore, in life and the life to come, then you got to operate in divine wisdom. Divine wisdom is higher than common sense. Okay, 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 okay. Anybody here? Anybody here? Anybody here? Anybody here? Divine wisdom is higher than common sense. Now, God is not the author of all wisdom. Now, that's, that's the biggest problem that God is not the author of all wisdom. Say, God is not the author of all wisdom. Not every wisdom comes from God. God is not the author of all wisdom. Some people think, oh, well, it's a very wise thing. Is that it's not godly. There are three kinds of wisdom. Now, let me say James 3, verse 14 to 17. Give me James 3, 14 to 17. James 3, 14 to 17. Are you going to put it there? If you're going to put it there, I'm going to read. James 3, 14 to 17. But if, but if you have bitter envy, self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. Next. This wisdom does not descend from above, but it's earthly, sensual, and demonic. So that means that all wisdom don't come from God. Anybody here? Okay, so the Bible talks about three kinds of wisdom. Number one, there's godly wisdom. Godly wisdom is internal reasoning, pictures and words that come from God. That come from God's word and his spirit. That is sealed in the believer. Godly wisdom always has positive intention. Watch this. And always an appropriate method of getting our needs met. It has positive intention and appropriate methods of executing that positive intention. Anybody here? Okay, that's godly wisdom. Worldly wisdom, internal reason, pictures, and words that are part of the human nervous system. Worldly wisdom always has positive intention. So I don't doubt that common sense has positive intention. But I'm going to show you where the problem is. The problem with worldly wisdom or human wisdom is that although it has positive intentions, but has an inappropriate method to meet legitimate needs. Its method is a problem. Can I give you an example? Now, now a lot of common sense came up during the 
French Revolution. Now tell somebody, if you read a little bit, you become a genius. No, no, tell them, tell them, tell them. Yeah, 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 yeah. During the French Revolution, they, they killed so many people. They said that the upper class was cheating them. They, they killed so many people. They killed the other dukes. They killed. They destroyed a lot of things, killing people. And before you knew it, the peasants were now in charge. And you know what happened? They kept on killing. And they killed a lot of innocent people. And before you knew it, they were now suppressing the people that they said were suppressing them. And it became a problem. So although the common sense fury birthed the revolution, when, when they started executing it, what ended up is that they became the same thing that they were, the, the same problem that they were fighting against. Because the problem with human wisdom is that although it has good intention, it don't know how, it don't know, it doesn't know the right methods to execute. And so before you know it, it ends up being bad. Anybody here? Anybody here? Mm. Number three, there's demonic wisdom. Demonic wisdom is internal reasoning pictures and words that are demonic. Demonic wisdom never has a positive intention. Consequently, it never has an appropriate method. So demonic wisdom, it don't have positive intention. It doesn't have appropriate method. The moment it, think, it, think, it thinks evil and it does things evil to accomplish an evil result. But I want to operate... In divine wisdom. Oh, no, no. You do. Is somebody here? Say, I'm operating beyond common sense. I'm operating in divine wisdom. Watch this now. Divine wisdom, the wisdom of God, is not common. Divine wisdom is not common. Ooh. Ooh, so much for all those common sense people. Divine wisdom is not common. Now, I used to say this, you know, common sense, common, and the Holy Spirit said to me, you're operating on a higher level. You're not operating on common sense. Common sense is what everybody decides that is true. And it's so. Divine wisdom is not common. Give me Job 28. I'm going to show you something. Job 28. Job 28. Is this good stuff? You learned something? Job 28. Okay. Now this is Job talking about wisdom. Surely there is a mine for silver and a place where gold is refined. Now, gold is precious, isn't it? So, what Job is saying is that wisdom is precious. And every precious thing is hidden. No precious thing is plain. 
If wisdom was, if true wisdom or divine wisdom was common, everybody will have it. Everybody will be successful in life. But the normal or common sense don't make everybody successful in life. In fact, most of the people that I meet that say common sense ain't successful. They are not victorious. So why do I want a mindset that will keep me in defeat? Okay, now go ahead. No, no, don't, don't leave. Don't leave. I'm not done. You going to put it here? Or two. Verse two. Iron is taken from the earth and copper is melted from ore. Next. I like it from here. Man puts an end to darkness and searches every resource for ore in the darkness and the shadow of of death. Next. He breaks open a shaft away from people in places forgotten by feet. They hang far away from men. They swing to and fro. Next. As for the earth, from it comes bread, but underneath it is turned up as by fire. Next. It's Stones are the source of sapphires, and it contains gold dust. Continue. That path no bird knows, nor has the falcon's eye seen it. The proud lion have not trodden it. Has the fierce lion passed over it? Still talking about wisdom. He puts his hands on the flint. He overturns the mountains at the roots. He cuts out channels in the rocks and his eyes seems very every, sees every precious thing. Next. He dams up the streams from trickling. What is hidden he brings from to light, forth to light. But where can wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Next. Man does not know its value, nor is it found in the land of the living. Because divine wisdom is not common. It is hidden. So the Bible says, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it is the glory of kings to search a matter out. God's wisdom is his hidden treasure. And unless that you push for it, you ain't going to get it. Unless you seek God for that hidden wisdom. Divine wisdom is not common. So I don't want to live on a common level. I'm living by divine wisdom. Because divine wisdom is not common. It's not common. See I want divine wisdom. Anybody here? Two minutes and I'll preach. Watch. Watch this now. So we can have access to it. 2 Corinthians 2 verse 6 to 13. Give that to me too. I want to show you. Divine wisdom is not common. Divine wisdom for marriage is not common. Now watch this now. Watch this. You can write this down. 
Divine wisdom is for victorious living in this life and the life to come. Ooh. Ooh, watch this now. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Divine wisdom is wisdom that will make you victorious, not just in this life, but reign after you die. So there is a wisdom that might make you reign in business. It's not divine wisdom. There's a wisdom that might let you reign a little bit here on earth, but that's not divine wisdom. But divine wisdom will to reign in this life and the life to come. Ah, that's why the Bible says that. What is it for a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? You're not wise. You got everything in this world and you ended up in hell. That's not wise. That is foolishness. But divine wisdom is going to make me reign in this life and reign in the life to come. Give me some divine wisdom because I just don't want to reign right here. I want to reign in the life to come. What is the use? I want to reign on two levels. That I reign in this life. And when I close my eyes, I'm going to be reigning with Jesus Christ. That's divine wisdom. Say, I want divine wisdom. Why just not? Come on. Did you give it to me? Second Corinthians 2 Corinthians 2.6. No, the first Corinthians 2.6. 1 Corinthians 2.6. Forgive me. 1 Corinthians 2.6. Okay. First Corinthians 2 6. This is slow, slow. Hurry up. First Corinthians 2 6. Should I start? Let me start reading from here. First Corinthians 2 6. Okay, so. however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Watch this. Yet not the wisdom of this age. Nor of the rulers of this age. Okay, so there, watch this now. There's the wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age. The wisdom of this age is talking about human wisdom, man's wisdom. The wisdom, oh, come on, don't do that. The wisdom of this age, nor are the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. The rulers of this age is demonic wisdom. Next. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. So the wisdom of God is a mystery. It is hidden. That Greek word comes from the word called, that, that, that is called mysterion. Mysterion, those days when let's say the Roman emperor was going to go to war. You know what he did? He didn't discuss the war plans with everybody. He would discuss it with his sons and the very closest people to him. And they will be the only ones that had the strategy. And it was called Mysterion. It was hidden. And God has a strategy for war that is only with his sons and his... Okay, all right. Watch this now. Now, now, now watch it. Don't say, don't say that I said it. What, what does it say? The hidden wisdom 
which God ordained before the ages of our glory. So this wisdom we're talking about, one is hidden and it has been there before you ever showed up on earth. That's why it's superior to everything that is seen and everything on this earth because that wisdom was here before the world was even created. That's what some people would call ancient wisdom. So when people say stupid things like, uh-oh. Pastor, you know, when, you know, before you marry someone, you must try the, the boo. You must try it. What if it doesn't work? And there's a lot of challenge now in the world against the wisdom of God. In God's wisdom, he said the man and the woman should keep themselves before they get married. But in the hum, in human wisdom, in the wisdom of man, whatever good intention it is, will do things that will end up ending into evil and a problem because they don't want to use the wisdom of God. In God's wisdom, if you want, if you want to be great, serve. That godly wisdom in human wisdom. You want to be great, be bossy. You want to be great, step on other people. You want to be great, ah, uh, knock people out of the way. But in God's wisdom. Can I preach? Watch this, give it to me right now. Mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages of our glory. Next. Which none of the rulers of this age knew. Watch this now. Ooh. Now I, none of the rulers of this age knew for had they known they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So none of the rulers of this age, that means that both the rulers on earth and demonic rulers did not know and did not have access to this wisdom. Tell them I'm smarter than the devil. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh you didn't hear what I said. Say I'm wiser than the devil. Oh, 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 if you say it three times, you're about to win the next war in your life. Say, I'm smarter and way wiser than the devil because I have divine wisdom. Hey, I'm smarter than the devil. Watch this now. They did not know. They did not know. They didn't have access to this. Next. Next. But as it is written, I has not seen. Now we, we always quote this. We always quote this verse. But we don't understand it's related to wisdom. I have not seen. Ye have not heard. Nor have it entered into the hearts of, heart of man. The things which God has prepared for them that love him. God, eyes have not seen the wisdom that God has concerning your life. Ears have not heard. It's not entered into the hearts of man. Watch this now. Next. But God has revealed it, them to us through his spirit. So that means that if you have the spirit of God, you have access to divine wisdom. 
Oh, 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 oh. For the spirit searched all things, yet the deep things of God. So that means there are deep things in God. And when you sometimes wake up in the morning and you start to pray and seek the face of God and you start to go, Roma Shabakada. Father, I'm having problems in this area. Give me wisdom to overcome it. Father, I'm finding difficulty in this area. Give me wisdom to overcome it. And while speaking in tongues uh, sounds like foolishness to somebody whilst you begin to pray God begins to drop ideas uh, in your spirit uh, divine wisdom uh, divine ideas uh, into your spirit in order for you to overcome every trial every temptation every battle I have divine wisdom I just I just, I'm, I'm almost done. Uh, go, go, go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Throw it to me. Throw it to me. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man? That is, my spirit knows what I know. So that means that if I have the spirit of God, then I know the things of God. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Next. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. 13. Last. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Watch this. You need divine wisdom. You know, the biggest problem we have, and on Thursday, I'm going to talk about that at our capacity night. Listen, biggest problem that we have as Christians is because we have not learned how to allow the Holy Spirit to drop divine wisdom to us when we need it. So we mess up our marriages, we mess up our businesses, we mess up our day-to-day living because we don't know we have access to divine wisdom and I'm smarter than the devil. Oh, oh, you're smarter than the devil. You're smarter. You're smarter than everybody in your school. Because you got divine wisdom. That's why I teach my kids. So never say, I ain't smart. Because there's no wisdom that you need to win that you can't get if you want it. Watch this now. Watch this. Because the power source of God is his wisdom. God's power source. Now how many Christians say, power, 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 power in the morning, power in the evening, power at night, power on Monday, power, power, power on Tuesday, power on Wednesday, power on Thursday, power on Friday, power on Saturday, power on Sunday, power, power, power in January, power in February, 
So me, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Because God's power is his wisdom. Watch this now. Ooh, ooh, ooh. God's power is his wisdom. Let me show you. I want to show you everything by scripture. 1 Corinthians 1.24. Give it to me. God's power is his wisdom. But to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the... No, no, no. Come on, let's do this here. Christ, the power of God, and the... So God's wisdom is his power. Watch this now. Wisdom begets power. Power begets victory. If a person is not able to win a fight, what do we say? He's weak. That means he lacks power. And if you lack power, it means you lack wisdom. I'll show you now. Strength without wisdom is not power. Uh oh. Uh oh. Strength without wisdom is not power. You got all the strength in the world. You ain't got no wisdom. You ain't got no power. Because the fact that you have strength, but you don't have the wisdom on how to use it, makes you weak. Ooh, 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 ooh. You might be very smart. You might have a great personality, but you don't have no wisdom on who you are and how to utilize the strength that God has given you so you're walking in weakness. It's not that you're weak. It's because you ain't got divine wisdom to utilize the strength that you've got. Can I show you something? Show you something? David faced Goliath. Goliath has more powerful weapons than David, true or false. He's more built and bigger than David, true or false. He's got an army behind him than David, true or false. But although he's got all these weapons, when he and David goes to war, he don't know how to use the weapons. But David got just a little sling, ah, and a stone. But he's got the wisdom on how to utilize what God has given him. And divine wisdom will make you win battles because you begin to understand I'm the head and not the tail. God has given me something in life that can defeat anything so David said you come to me by human wisdom but I come to you by the wisdom of the Lord and the wisdom of the Lord can defeat anything the wisdom of the Lord can overcome anything I don't care how great something is if you have the divine wisdom if you have divine wisdom you can defeat anything almost done the Israelites they're in Egypt God calls Moses gives him a rod not a machine gun 
What kind of, what kind of, that don't make no sense. Man, you're going to go, imagine if I say, you know what, I'm going to defeat the United States uh, in, in, a, in, in a war. And then God gave me a rod, a staff, or he gave me a microphone. I said, this is going to win the war. Do you know what Ecclesiastic says? He's, it says, it says, wisdom is better than weapons of war. So Moses is armed in his hands with divine wisdom. He goes into Egypt. Ah, Pharaoh can't stand him, but he's carrying the wisdom of the Lord. Ah, every time you have divine wisdom, you cannot fail. There's never been wisdom I needed, I didn't get. <laughs> I told you several times, every time I lack something, I lack the wisdom for it, I get into my closet. Three day fasting, simple. Start to pray. There's nothing hidden from you. There's nothing that you don't know. There's nothing that you don't teach. Every time, there's never been a wisdom I needed I didn't get. Because I know where to get it. I know where to get it. Before I start talking to other people, I start talking to God. I know where to get it. Divine wisdom. It's God's power. Do you know something? When we talk about skill, we don't think skill is power. But skill is power because skill comes from wisdom. Skill, wisdom always is practical. Skill, wisdom is theoretical and practical. So someone can be so strong and yes, lose, lose a fight with someone, not because they're not strong, because they are not that skillful. So you see this little Chinese guy go, ah! And you see this big boy, like, you know, the Americans like saying this a lot. I, all, all my American friends, they, they will always say, I remember one time some guy was playing around and this guy was like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll beat this guy up. And, and the guy was very big. And one of, one of my American friends said, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. <laughs> and Americans, are, the Americans always say that. They got this mentality, oh, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Why? Because skill trumps strength any day. And I pray that God gives you divine wisdom that you stop operating on a common level and start operating by divine wisdom. Somebody stand to your feet.